Listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio AM820 brings you The Seminarians, a dialogue with students from the Pontifical College Josephinum, produced by AM820 to encourage and inspire vocations to the religious life. And now, The Seminarians. Welcome to The Seminarian Show. My name is Jacob Stinnett, and I'm a seminarian for the Diocese of Columbus. And joining me in the studio today is Mr. Brian Smith, who's a seminarian for the Diocese of Youngstown and my faithful companion in all of this. So let's begin with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Mm -hmm. Lord, we thank you for the gift of this day, for the gift of our lives, and all the opportunities you give us throughout this day to grow in holiness, to grow in our relationship with you. Help us to appreciate all the things and everyone that we meet this day, that they may be um, instruments of your love for us and opportunities to show our love for you. So now let us pray in the words that Jesus taught us, our Father, who art in heaven, heaven, hallowed be be thy name, thy thy kingdom kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. So Brian, today, instead of maybe talking about some sort of theological concept, um, talk more about just the life of a seminarian. We've talked in the past about the different dimensions of formation, Mm -hmm. um, the human, the intellectual, the pastoral, the spiritual, all those sorts of things. We've talked a little bit about um, our own life during the week. What does a seminarian do on a typical day? Mm-hmm. Um, his very busy schedule. <laughs> um, but there's one part that we haven't talked about, which is the weekend. Mm. Um, what do what do seminarians' weekends look like? Um, Saturday and Sunday. Um, we don't have classes, thanks be to God. Yes. Um, so what do we do with all of our time? <laughs> We look forward to them, that's for sure. We sh- do, sure do. Um, <laughs> I wrote down when we were drafting this this um, show, the first thing I wrote down with uh, four exclamation points is sleep in. <laughs> um, during the week, we're in chapel by 645 for morning prayer and mass. Mm-hmm. Um, but on Saturdays and Sundays, um, our the first thing we do is still um, liturgy, prayer, and mm-hmm. mass. Um, but they don't start until 830 on mm-hmm. Saturday and 9 o'clock on Sunday, which yeah. is... Such a blessing <laughs> in the life of a seminary. We get about two hours to sleep in if we so desire. Right, which often turns into just staying up later for two hours mm-hmm. or, or something like that. But we do have the opportunity to sleep in more. Mm-hmm. So that's... <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but obviously we do more than just sleep on the weekends, hopefully. Um, Usually. Yeah, I mean, sometimes an afternoon nap is needed. Um, it's a necessary part of living a human life. Um so, yeah, does um, the church, it seems to have things it likes to say about <laughs> so much of our lives, uh, which is good um, mm-hmm. because the church is involved in, in our, our lives and toto, the whole thing. Um, religion isn't just something you do on Sunday mornings and can forget right. the rest of the week. So mm-hmm. um, does the church have anything to say on the weekend? I think the most helpful thing we could look at was a letter of Pope St. John Paul II mm-hmm. 
called Dies Domini, the Day of the Lord. He's writing especially about Sunday. Sure. Right? And he talks a little bit about weekends. And he says, you know, weekends, the idea of a weekend is a pretty good thing. Um, and it's something that has really grown in its um, application in the last 200 years or so. Mm-hmm. As the working day, at the working week has kind of mm-hmm. changed a little bit. Especially sure. since the Industrial Revolution. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, he says the social and cultural phenomenon of a weekend is not without its positive aspects. As long as respecting true values, it can contribute to people's development and to the advancement of the life of society as a whole. Mm. Basically saying rest is, is really important. <laughs> right. Yeah, we see um, that in the first chapter of the Bible, right? God takes that day of rest. But we've transformed it into almost two days, it would seem. So does does John Paul II have anything to comment in that regard, maybe? Well, he certainly mentions how it's you know become you know, more widespread and has just got taken on a more important cultural presence. Mm-hmm. But what he tries to focus on in this letter is that um, when the day of the Lord part of the weekend loses its prominence, mm-hmm. then in enjoying the weekend, people can stay locked within a horizon so limited that they no longer see the heavens. And he says, the disciples of Christ are asked to avoid any confusion between the celebration of Sunday, which should truly be a way of keeping the Lord's Day, and the weekend, understood as a time of simple rest and relaxation. So he's trying to call Christians to appreciate not only the element of relaxation that comes with the weekend, Mm -hmm. but calling them to be mature and give to the Lord a big part of that, that weekend. So maybe... He's not saying the whole two or two and a half days, you know, right. is the Lord's day. But he's saying within that weekend, there is a privilege part. Right. So it's not just about rest, but also worship mm-hmm. is an essential part mm-hmm. that we can't overlook in our concept of weekend. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Um, so one way that seminarians um, keep this... Um, this emphasis on Sunday is in our morning liturgies, mm-hmm. right? We have sometimes what I like to call a super liturgy. Um, we we start at 9 a.m. and we often don't leave the chapel until about 11.30 or so, yep, right? That's about right. So we have two and a half hours. Mass doesn't take two and a half hours <laughs> no. every Sunday, does it? Nope. Okay. We're there at 9 for adoration. Mm-hmm. So before we receive our Lord in the Eucharist, we adore him in the Eucharist. Um, and we do that for about an hour. Mm-hmm. And during part of that, we pray the morning prayer of the church in the Liturgy of the Hours in the presence of our Lord in the Eucharist. Right. So it's a more solemn occasion. Mm-hmm. Um, we're praying the prayer of the church in the presence of our Lord. Um, so it's uh, an extra special time um, to be with him and to be that particular moment of the entire praying church mm-hmm. in front of our Lord. It's it's very much um, an image of heaven. As seminarians preparing to be priests, you know, we consecrate a part of our day for a holy hour, or at least that's something we're working up towards as mm-hmm. we move through seminary 
taking a whole hour of our day dedicated to being with our Lord in prayer. And we try to spend as much of that holy hour in the presence of our Lord in right. the chapel. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily in adoration. You know, with, with our the Lord exposed in the right, monstrance. Right. In his presence in the tabernacle, perhaps. Mm-hmm. So on Sunday, we always make sure that that's what we're doing to start the day. Right. You know, it's not necessarily something we'll always be able to do, but it's true that many priests end up discovering that the beginning and the end of the days become the best times to dedicate to a holy hour because that's when you have your schedule most open. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. So on um, Sunday, we, we, we set aside that time in the seminary for that. Wonderful. So we have, uh, that's the first half of our super liturgy. Yeah. Um, and then after that, we have um, Sunday Mass, mm-hmm. um, which is more solemn. There are more things going on in it than during a regular weekday Mass. Yep. Right. The, uh, the scola will sing um, all of the Mass parts, and often they'll prepare um, a special um, piece for the offertory or for the communion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we have incense and bells, and um, we sing quite a bit of the Mass too, right? Mm-hmm. Um, just to re-emphasize that dialogue between God and us, um, especially on Sundays. Mm-hmm. So that um, that's how we keep our Sundays, um, that's how we keep Sundays holy. Yes. Um, is two and a half hours in the chapel in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of, so we, we talked about, John Paul II talks about um, keeping that worship as part of the mm-hmm. weekend, which maybe is more focused on rest. Um, so it it doesn't give us an opportunity for rest on Sunday mornings. We're, we're in there in worship, making sure that that's um, the focus of our Sundays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we usually don't have obligations for the rest of the day on Sundays, too. Some guys might go to a parish for a youth group or something like that. Mm-hmm. But we keep the afternoon mostly open, consecrated at least in that way, not to other things. Right. <laughs> right. right. You've been listening to The Seminarian Show on St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. My name is Jacob Stinnett. I'm a seminarian for the Diocese of Columbus, and joining me Today is Brian Smith, who is a seminarian for the Diocese of Youngstown, Ohio. So far, we've been talking about um, what seminarians do on their weekends, um, because we've talked so much about um, the normal daily life of a seminarian, which is during the week, he has his classes, Mm -hmm. he has his schedule, um, but what do weekends look like? Um, So we'll continue looking at this, um, adding our own comments, and seeing what the church says about weekends also. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I most appreciate about weekends at the seminary is that they tend to promote fraternity mm-hmm. quite a bit. Um, throughout the week, being busy as we are, you know, we find times, but usually in smaller groups to get together. And then on the weekend, we tend to be, as a whole, more more free, and we have events where we come together and grow in fraternity also usually engaging in some other entertaining activity (laughs) or enriching activity. And you have these larger periods of time with maybe less worries of, oh, I can only stay for half an hour because I have this paper I have to write. Well, (laughs) you know, this is Saturday. That's not going to be due till Tuesday. We've got plenty of time, (laughs) hopefully. Um, So, yeah, so you can kind of 
enter more into this the spirit of fraternity of growing in friendship with your brother seminarians mm-hmm. um, and having fun with them. At the Josephinum specifically, we have four main sport activities throughout the year mm-hmm. that are the focus of different weekends. And one of the nice things about those activities is not only do they bring us seminarians together in fraternity, but usually they involve other members of the Josephinian community or other guests that are coming to the seminary just for that event. Yeah, yeah. So the first one that we have um, in the fall is our soccer tournament. Um, The soccer tournament is one of the two where we invite other seminaries um, to come and participate. So we'll have anywhere between three and seven or eight other seminaries come to Columbus for the weekend Mm -hmm. um, to play uh, rounds and rounds and rounds of soccer out on one of our soccer fields. Yep, we'll start usually Friday evening and continue until um, Sunday morning often mm-hmm. when we have a lot of Even teams. Even into Sunday come. afternoon. Yeah. I enjoy those times because um, the seminarians of my diocese, mm-hmm. we're a kind of a small diocese. We have 20 seminarians, which is respectable. Sure. But we're in five different seminaries right now. <laughs> wow. So some of them come for the soccer tournament. So it's always very good to see them. Yeah, build up those relationships yeah. that we in Columbus are blessed to be able to do all the time mm-hmm. because almost all of the Columbus seminarians yeah. are here at the Josephinum in Columbus. Mm-hmm. So we see each other. Maybe we grind on each other a little bit all the time. Uh-huh. <laughs> but we build up those friendships and relationships that are going to serve us well in our priesthood together. Yes, absolutely. So it's, like you said, a great opportunity for you to be able to build up those friendships. Um, and we get to know guys from you know, seminaries in the area. And mm-hmm. some of the seminaries that come from farther away have included Philadelphia, D.C., Mm-hmm. upstate new york yeah um chicago mm-hmm. um, i think we've had teams from missouri st louis uh, missouri yeah they've come before, before. Mm-hmm. so uh quite a few seminarian seminaries come um and during these the soccer tournament there's kind of two different aspects of what we're doing we have the soccer games right which are fun to go out and watch or mm-hmm. fun to play um but then in the evenings you always have social events where we'll order you know, like 50 pizzas or something Mm -hmm. like that, Um, or a bunch of wings and other food. And we'll hang out um, in one of the houses um, and just be with each other, have fun. Maybe there's uh, a sports game on, or we're going to play ping pong or something Mm -hmm. like that. Um, So just to be able to build up those friendships, build up that fraternity um, amongst other seminaries Mm -hmm. too, because we're all, uh, we all have the same mission right? We're not necessarily like colleges that are just going to be in competition with each other right. uh, or have a rivalry mm-hmm. or something like that. Maybe, you know, we want to always beat Detroit in basketball or something like mm-hmm. that, but we come together with the same mission of building up the church, of working on becoming, um, God willing, good priests yep. too. So there's that common aspect between all of us that supersedes any sort of, um, competition or rivalry between the schools Mm -hmm. and we get to share with one another you know the perspectives that we have from where we find ourselves living Mm -hmm. in columbus versus you know what the guys from these other dioceses have able have been able to experience and it helps put in perspective our worries concerns because we see how other people are facing similar things and we might not get so fed up with where we are if we get caught up in you know some of the things that frustrate us we say okay you know, people everywhere have challenges, but, you know, we share a lot of joys, too. Sure. Absolutely. So after 
the soccer tournament in the early fall. What's the next big sports event, well, Josephinum? This was in October this year, mm-hmm. um, and we have the Mud Bowl. We have two dorms at the Josephinum, the college and theology, mm-hmm. and both dorms field a team, and we have a football game against one another. Right. This <laughs> Flag <past> football. Year, <laughs> right, right. So that way not everyone gets hurt. Yes. Um, and this past year, it was a cold, rainy day, so it truly was a It was rainy, bowl. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, in the past, sometimes it's been like a nice sunny day, and we're like, well, we can call it a mud bowl, but this year <laughs> most certainly was muddy. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, and that's also a great community event. Um, a lot of families in the Columbus area, um, families of seminarians, but other families who know seminarians um, will come yep. and hang out. Um, there's always um, a party in the college on Friday night in anticipation of the game uh-huh. and a party on Saturday night after the game um, in the theology house. Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes, uh, you know, there's a little bit of tension if maybe the college won, but the theology has to host the party that <laughs> night. They're right. like, What's going on with this? Um, but, you know, we've all had fun. It's been a great day. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's lots of food to go around. One so. of the great things about this last year is that we had no injuries on the day of the game. Yes, yes. No one had to, to God. <laughs> no one had to go to the urgent care this year. Right. Often it's one of the roughest flag football <laughs> games ever played in the city, it seems. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody, how you dislocate um, a major uh, limb in flag football, I don't know, but it happens. So, anyway. Yes, but thanks be to God, there were no injuries this year. And then besides the soccer tournament, we have one other tournament that is also, you know, involving guys from many other seminaries. Right. And that comes up pretty soon after the winter break. Mm-hmm. So I think it's typically in February mm-hmm. um, we have our basketball tournament, which is probably the largest of all the sports events that we do. Um, yeah. Even more seminaries come for the basketball mm-hmm. tournament than do for the soccer tournament. Yeah. Um, oftentimes we have to rent out half of a hotel it seems right because we don't have enough rooms to host all the guys who are coming yeah yeah so that's a lot of fun so that again starts friday evenings ends typically sunday afternoons just because there are so many games to be played oh yeah um and again just a great time to get to know other seminaries to get to know other seminarians to build up those friendships Mm -hmm. like you said and you know occasionally we get to see guys who might have studied the josephine in the past Mm mm-hmm and then yeah. they move on to a new seminary, and then they'll come back either playing basketball or cheering for the team from their seminary. Right, right. Uh, one thing um, that I love about the basketball tournament is um, guys at the Josephina will put together a little pet band. Yeah. Um, maybe it's just a couple trumpets and a trombone and a set of drums, but it's always really fun because you're in the gym, so you can hear them a lot more than yeah, you can been, maybe outside. Ha- I've been happy to be a part of that band a few times. And yeah. and The uh, space really does help us feel like... There are a few more of us than there actually are. <laughs> right. So that's always fun to just the little pieces they'll put together. Um, mm-hmm. I remember one that's kind of our signature piece. Um, every evening before <laughs> dinner, we'll chant um, the Sancte Joseph, which is in Latin, Sancte Joseph or Pronobis. Um, St. Joseph, our, our protector, protector, pray for us. Right. Um, and so that's we chant that every night. And so it was set to music um, by a seminary in a few years ago. <laughs> and so you'll hear that. It sounds like a fight song now. Yeah, basically it is. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So that's always really fun with the basketball tournament. Mm -hmm. And we have one last, uh, what I call sports ball tournaments, (laughs) um, to finish off the year. The 
softball tournament? Yes. Is that what you're referring to? Yes, that's right. So we usually have some Knights of Columbus who will come in and field a team. Mm-hmm. We'll field a team from the college, and then usually two different teams from Theology House because right. we have guys in Theology House who are in the graduate program and guys who live there who are still in the undergraduate program. Yep, finishing so we'll have, up their philosophy. We'll have those four teams and then often a fifth team even called the Orphans because right. um, some may know that the Josephinum originally, originally, you know, downtown Columbus was an orphanage, mm-hmm. uh, mostly for German-speaking children. Right. And it was, you know, a year when a number of those teenagers expressed interest in, you know, becoming priests that Monsignor Jessing, who was running the orphanage, decided to found a seminary mm-hmm. <laughs> instead. Yeah. So uh, looking back at our heritage, we have a <laughs> team of orphans, the guys who didn't, I don't know if they didn't make it on the college and theology teams or... They just like to be a little more rogue. Yeah. Right. <laughs> So that's a great way to end out the semester. Um, I think that's typically when we do our hog roast, yeah, isn't these, it? Especially these last few years, it has coincided with the softball tournament. Yeah, so we've got several guys who um, maybe their skill isn't softball, but an even more important <laughs> skill is cooking a pig. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's what they do during the day. Yeah. Um, and then afterward, we all come together and devour it. <laughs> One of our seminarians was a, a butcher right. <laughs> in his past life. Right, so... He knows what he's doing, and he does a good job with it, <laughs> yes, too. Yes, he does. <laughs> um, I think that was, this past year um, was Bishop Brennan's. That was one of his first visits to the seminary. Oh, right. was for the softball tournament mm-hmm. and the hog roast, and he was really impressed. Wow, do you guys do this every weekend? <laughs> well, we wish. <laughs> so, But sp- speaking of other weekends, though, some of those same guys occasionally will not get a hog, but they'll get some mm-hmm. something else, and they'll smoke it on right. a weekend. There's a good and deal just- on ribs or brisket or something decide like that. to share that with everyone in the pub that evening or something mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. yeah yeah um you mentioned all... the band recently yes um and one of the other events that's taken off in past years well there's two actually that involve music one um in the month of october mm-hmm. <laughs> usually is an Oktoberfest, which makes sense because you know we're a german seminary in our founding right have in the past hundred years, you know, found many other ways to um, enrich the church with priestly vocations, you know, outside of the German speaking community. <laughs> mm-hmm. But we're still true to that heritage in some ways. Sure. And and we've recently had a seminarian who himself, you know, is really close to his German heritage and the music and even a local choir, you know, that still sings, you know, traditional German folk music. Mm-hmm. So he's invited that choir to come to the seminary. Yeah, that's always a really fun night. He'll get out his accordion, mm-hmm. um, and they'll all have their. Some of them, some of their songs are in German. Yeah, and it's mostly just them singing, <laughs> but they'll also have kind of fun crowd pleasing songs mm-hmm. that everybody will cheer in with yeah. their beers or whatever. Um, so that's always a great night. Yeah, it's, it's great just to have those men come and spend an evening with us. Mm-hmm. You get to talk with them a little bit. Yeah, um, and another musical event that's been taking off is karaoke night. Yeah, yeah, that's become, I think it started out as like once a semester sort of deal, and now Mm. it seems like we have one just about every month. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's a lot of fun. Um, As you go through the night, sometimes the songs become a little bit strange. (laughs) Like, oh, wow, okay, Seminary knew that song. (laughs) But uh, yeah, a lot of fun, just guys to relax um, and be with each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
besides staying at the seminary, you know, another thing guys will do is get off of the property. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you can do that by foot, believe it or not. Um, yeah. We have... I, I haven't tried it since they did all the construction <laughs> up by the Josephinum several years ago. Right. You could walk across High Street and go mm-hmm. to the industrial park across the way. A lot of restaurants, things like that. Yeah, movie theater. But you can also hike right off the Josephinum property. You know, we have some nice forests around us and... Um, believe it or not, you can get to the Olentangy River if you take the right route. <laughs> right. You did that just a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. right? Took a little trek because we have a creek that runs through the back of the property mm-hmm. that eventually makes its way to the Olentangy <laughs> River not too far away mm-hmm. from us. Um, yeah. I've done that. I haven't done that hike this year, but I've done it in years past and it's really fun. Yeah, it's a beautiful way to appreciate God's creation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then some guys will drive up to other parks in the area. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe go visit a coffee shop. Um, just to do some studying or do mm-hmm. some reading or just to have a nice cup of coffee or something um, off off of campus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the last thing um, that we do on the weekends, um, we they, occasionally have our seminary and work day. Right, um, yeah. So while weekends are primary, primarily for rest, sometimes it's good to get out and do something with our hands. Which I'm sure people can relate to. You know, you got to clean your house sometime. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So a few weekends ago, um, we had our one of our big work days where we raked leaves for about, oh, it was probably two and a half hours in the morning. Um, but it was actually a lot of fun uh-huh. because it's not just raking leaves all by yourself at your house, which can kind of just get tedious after a while. Um, but you have 20 guys out there. We're all raking, blowing leaves, bagging them up, um, and creating a sort of... Uh, compost pile on the edge of the woods in one property where you just dump all the leaves over the edge of the of the ravine and <laughs> i'm sad i missed the weekend i was excused for another event but i heard there was a little miracle involved there was um so it was uh to use an old phrase the invention um, <laughs> of father lump's cell phone um he had lost it amidst this giant pile of leaves that we were dumping over the edge of the ravine and he thought for sure oh this it's thing's gone. gone it's gone mm-hmm. it's Worse than finding a needle in a haystack because the phone was off. So you can't even call it. No. <laughs> um, but uh, one seminarian just decided he was going to go for it, dove into the pile of leaves, and found it. Um, so it was the finding of the cell phone, which maybe will go down in Josephinum lore someday. Um, so on the weekends, there are time for relaxing, a time for fun, to grow in friendship and fraternity with each other. And we don't have maybe the stresses of the academic week yeah. going mm-hmm. on around us. Um, there are times for prayer. Um, to give worship to God um, as we do every day of our life. So let's turn in prayer to the Blessed Virgin Mary mm-hmm. as we pray. Hail Mary, full, full of grace, grace, the Lord is with thee. thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray, pray for, for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Seminarians is a production of listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio AM820. Archives of The Seminarians and all of our locally produced programs are available at stgabrielradio.com.